Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 104 of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara. Uh, wow, I'm so excited today because we have with us a very special guest, Kat Nelligan of The Creative Introvert. And I'm really um, delighted because Kat is going to talk to us about an aspect of astrology that probably virtually like nobody knows about, but it's very, very profound. Um, it's called the Daimon. And um, we're gonna have Kat talk all about this, the daimon in astrology. What is the daimon? How to find it and how this can really transform your life. So um, I'm excited because Kat, um, I had a very privilege to have a taste of this because in Chuta Baba Das's Nightlight Astrology course, as you know, I've been sharing, I'm in year one of that training, uh, Kat gave a talk to us. And one of the um, great benefits of being in that course is that you have these master teachers that come and speak to us during the, the course. And Kat was one of them. So um, I have a sense and a, a deep sense of what it is. But um, of course, it's much deeper and it can be explored deeper. She has a course that she's just about to start on a new round of, of this very beautiful, ever developing, incredible journey into transformation using personal transformation using the diamond so I just want to um, introduce you all thank you all so much for being here Kat I really appreciate it thank you so much for having me yeah really looking forward to talking about this this topic of the diamond yeah so um, I think before we get started with that is to just ask you how did you find astrology and then we can kind of move into the diamond sure sure yeah so the way I found astrology well I was a skeptic when they they start this this work um but really i have to go back to when i discovered a, about introversion a friend told me that i was an introvert after i sort of complained to them about how um i love being around people i feel very sociable uh but i have a time limit i can only do you know a certain amount of time before i need to go away and like recharge and he was like okay so you're an introvert um, this set me on this path to learn more about what that means, um, what my you know, energy needs are. And I found out about the Myers-Briggs type indicator, which I believe is a lot more common in the States. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, we yeah. don't get to do it at school or anything like that. But I, I found that, found out my Myers-Briggs type. And after that, got very, very interested in anything, anything typology related. So um one of the books I found, I think this is in 2016 or so. Yeah, I was doing a podcast series about the Enneagram. Uh, and this, again, was another, you know, tool that I was um, discovering, you know, using to discover more about myself. And I picked up one book from the library, which was the Enneagram and uh, how it relates to, I think it was to the planets. And at the time I was like, astrology, why? You know, I, I understand the Enneagram. I, I'm, I believe that, but astrology, like, isn't that just, you know, for uh, like newspaper horoscopes and, and things like that. I really didn't right. think much of it. But then I kind of gave it some more thought. And I asked a friend of mine who's, you know, just a, a, a diehard skeptic. She's skeptical about everything. And I was like, what do you make of astrology? Like, is there anything to it? Um, and she was like, well, not scientifically, but, but, neither is the Myers-Briggs and I was like oh I okay so all of this is like you know like <laughs> yeah and, and she was like well yes and I was like well maybe it doesn't matter and the sort of lid got blown 
on the sort of scientific paradigm for me in that moment because I was like I found the Myers-Briggs type indicator so useful I found the Enneagram so useful um, and maybe I can find astrology useful too so I, th I think my route into astrology was very much about I need to learn about myself and then you know if you find these different um, sources and, and lots of different um, you know the astrology podcast with Chris Brennan was really helpful for me mm -hmm. um, and then I found Achieza Bhava and this again like led to a whole other level of astrology it no longer was this tool for just learning about my personality it you know and, and with Hellenistic traditional astrology it, again it, it changed again and um became about everything and and my whole worldview changed and I found um, my faith again and all of this stuff basically completely changed my life so, so that's wow. that's my story with astrology yeah I love how Achuta takes it's not just the mechanics of astrology but it, he lays it into this incredible foundation of philosophy and the, the soul and astrology is a spiritual practice so that really that engaged you yeah and again in a way that I didn't expect possible but I, I do think um when you see it working, I mean, you can't deny it. And, and, you know, I'm still friends with that, that skeptic and we talk about it all the time. And while I don't, we don't think astrology works in the same way, she can definitely see the, the usefulness of it. So, you know, I, I can still be friends with skeptics as well. Right. <laughs> and it's okay. As long as our lives are transformed, we like, what do we care? Right. So this, the daimon. Now, I know that when I first heard that word, I'm like, daimon, God, that sounds like demon. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the, 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 the little Catholic schoolgirl in me kind of got scared. I'm like, oh my God, what is this? There was somebody on Twitter that had a, like a Twitter handle that had the word daimon. I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to follow her, you know, the little boys. So uh, can you explain what is this daimon? Because it also sounds like diamond, you know? Yes, yeah. And, and that's what I, I like to think about it more like that. And, um, so it does get confused with demon, but I think it's a lot closer to, and you mentioned the kind of Catholic schoolgirl thing. Well, I don't know about you, but I remember my mum telling me about a, that I had a guardian angel when I was a little girl. And that I found very, very comforting that I had a personal angel that could look after me and, and guide me. Uh, and that's a lot closer to how I see the daimon. Um, I believe that in, you know, later in history, basically, it got split into you can either have angels or you can have demons whereas the daimon for me is something in between it's a lot closer to us um in that way it's kind of an interim being and and i'm talking about it as if it's a being a a, a spirit guide of, of of sorts but you could also see it as a personification of destiny so mm. and so it's, it's different lenses but it's it's so hard to describe. I mean, I think you probably got from the talk that there, there are lots of different ways that you can come at this. But maybe I'll share a little bit about um, one of the stories that helped me really connect with the diamond and that made me really want to learn more about this, this being. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the myth of Ur, um, which is in Plato's Republic. And it comes, I think, quite close to the end. And basically, it's the story of a man called uh, who... Um, who dies in battle or so they think they put him on the funeral pyre and he has the kind of um, an experience where he goes into the afterlife and he sees um, what happens to, to souls before they come to earth um, and, and one of the things that happens is 
the souls get to um, choose a life that they're going to live. Like, here's my plot line. Um, I'm going to go down to earth and live it now. And they also get to choose an accompanying daimon. And the daimon is a being, or a spirit who will remember that life, that plot line, and serve as a guide to kind of keep us on that path. I have this painting for that reason, that that's the daimon and that's the little spirit. Oh. The, the daimon is there to sort of lead that path. Okay. Um, and while we forget all of that, we forget what that plot line is meant to look like, the daimon remembers. So that in itself just sends shivers down my spine. I mean, when I first came across that, I was like, oh, that if I choose to see my life through that lens, regardless of whether it's a myth or anything, I think that's going to imbue everything I do with a lot more meaning because it means that, you know, and, and for ev everyone, you know, if I believe my life is meaningful, that I've got this, this chosen path to walk, I'm going to believe that about you and my friends and my neighbors and probably going to treat other people hopefully with more respect knowing that um and, and yeah so, so that that just feels like um a good foundation to start from uh from Plato you also see coming up uh, a, a lot of um thinkers philosophers also astrologers who took the idea of the daimon and who worked with it in, in different ways you see it coming up in the magical tradition where people were doing very elaborate rituals to connect with a personal daimon um but yeah you also see it in astrology and you you can see it. i mean this is part of what i was trying to explain in that talk is that the daimon is embedded in the birth chart the different mm. houses have these different names and two of the houses are called the house of good daimon and the house of bad diamond the 11th and the 12th so um realizing that how integrated it was to astrology um that that got me particularly excited to, to learn more so when you said good diamond and bad diamond can you talk a little bit more about that yes sure so the 11th house um was the house of good diamond or um yeah and, and it was the idea that it's the things in life that nudge us towards that that path whatever that destination is um almost like if the 10th house is the culmination of the chart this is like the work that we do in the world um you know what we are known for even if it's just to friends and family it's like oh that's what they do they're that expert crocheter well the 11th house is all about um the sort of benefactors the groups the friends who lift you up and and get you there and in that way i see the daimon um that's the sort of um the easiest side of the diamond in a way it's that's the side of the diamond that's just kind of giving you that that nudge um and, and doing it in nice ways pleasing ways um it was also the the 11th house was thought of as the joy of jupiter so mm -hmm. without getting too much into that if you think about the nature of jupiter um he's a good bringer people like getting a good jupiter transit and and so it's a lot like that um, the 12th house however um and and not to make this too extreme and i hope that when i talk about the 12th house i don't want to make it sound like it's it's only bad news um or that the diamond of the 12th house uh is 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 like is a bad guy <laughs> yeah though i think we can um experience bad diamond experiences as difficult um you know i talk about um Janie Mitchell and how she without getting into the exact chart and everything how she had to give her daughter up for adoption and this could be seen as a um a 12th house kind of bad diamond experience yeah. you sacrifice um the isolation the separation 
Um, and then at the same time, this was also what in, in many ways led her to write such amazing, touching songs. So it was still supporting her path. It was still supporting that destination. It was just doing it in maybe more difficult ways. Mm. So that's, that's, I mean, and you can take it in different ways, but that's how it's been helpful for me to understand the 11th and the 12th house. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. And the fact that you tie this, the way you work this into the, the diamond and the, and the exploration of it. And it just de definitely opens doors. Yeah. It helped, I know listening to you, I learned, I understood a deeper, I had a deeper cut of astrology and, and what's available. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like a different, um, with all, I, mean, I, I teach four different techniques on this course. And what I like about all of them is that they show you a different dimension of the diamond, but they also show you a different dimension of um, astrology and how you might want to look at your birth chart as a whole. You know, I don't think this is the only way to look at the chart at all. I just think of these as um, layers that you can kind of, you know, put onto your existing understanding of astrology. Yeah, especially a person who's creative or could be an introvert and just needs that assistance or that lens, like you were saying. So, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, I will. It, I did want to say that this is maybe the other reason why I got so drawn to this work is because it it so nicely fits into the work that I'm already doing, um, coaching creative introverts. Because you know, the co most common question is like, so I, I know I have to be doing this thing. I have a, a, a desire to to paint, to write, to sing, whatever it is, but either it's not happening or um, I don't know why it's happening or what do I need to do? And well, I don't think it's the, the, the most important thing in life. I mean, the tutor will kind of go on about that. It's, it's not so much what we do, it's how we do it. It's our, our spiritual faith and, and all of that. I do believe that, but I do believe that while, while we're here, we want to be doing the thing that that calls to us, that feels most fulfilling. And so talking to clients, I like to try to reassure them that even if it's hard, like you might be having a more of a 12th house diamond experience, but that doesn't mean that you're not on the path. Um, and so, yeah, so my coaching work with a lot of kind of 10th house oriented stuff has really gone nicely with the diamond work as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a perfect fit. So this course that you have, uh, what's the name of it? And do you have to be, do you have to know astrology in order to, or how much astrology do you need to know or not at all? And can you be an extrovert and take the course? And, you know, I'm just have all these questions for you. Definitely to extroverts. Yes. It's always good. Cause otherwise we get a class and everyone's like me and we don't want to talk in class, but it's nice to have engaged <laughs> people in class. Um, right. So it's called embrace your diamond. Um, and it's basically what it comes down to is, uh, it's exactly that. It's like, not only because um, the, the first time I ran this course, I called it Discover the Diamond. And it was a six week course. So it was half as long. And I was focusing a lot on what does it mean to know the diamond, you know, understand what it means um, and also, what, you know, how it relates to us. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, well, what do you do when you know that? You know, how do you live with the diamond? And to me, that speaks to embracing the diamond. So that's the kind of goal if, if there was one for the course. Um, as for the astrology section, well, it's a good chunk of the course. Half of it will be astrology. Um, yes, six out of the 12 classes will be um, diving into astrology techniques. So 
while I wouldn't say you need to be super advanced in astrology, you need to have a taste for it. You know, otherwise it's just going to be really dull for that section. Um, and I would want people to have basically an understanding of, you know, what do the planets mean? What do the houses mean? What do the signs mean? Um, and, you know, the, the, the tr traditional aspects, square, opposition, trine and sextile, that's, that language is just going to help you um, initially. Uh, I also provide a free little guide, just a reference guide in case you, you sort of, oh, what does the third house mean again? I'll have a, a free guide that people can download. Right. This, that. Um, and I'm also going to be walking people through everything. So if you're somebody who's more of a beginner in astrology, you'll be able to, you know, say, okay, here's my chart. I tried the technique. I'm lost. Can we explore it? And there'll be plenty of time for us to work through that. And I'll be able to walk you through it as well. So it's not just the discovering what the diamond is. It's like, like you said, the part two is like, okay, now that I know what this is, how do I engage with it? Yeah. So, you know, we have a class on creativity and the diamond. And I think this, you know, I'm not talking just painting a nice picture. This is um, how do we create, how do we manifest things in our life? And, and at the same time, it's, you know, ideal for my creative audience as well. Um, and then we have a, a class on the spiritual side of the diamond. So what does it mean to have a, you know, a more like prayerful connection to the diamond, let's say. Right, right. And maybe working it as part of our spiritual practice and like exactly. delving in. You know, what, I, what comes to mind to me too is like um, when, when transits in your chart, when Pluto or, or you know, profoundness like that and, and Jupiter even, you know, when, when planets come and transit that point in the chart that is your diamond point, you know, then and you can plot and see, oh, I'm going to have a really cathartic experience coming up with my diamond and you can kind of plan effectively. Yeah. And I have an example of that. Um, and I hadn't put this all together until I was taking is it, I was in one of Jesus classes in the second year and it was to do with the lots of the diamond. Um, so we have a lot of fortune or a part of fortune, which people might be familiar with. Um, and there's also a lot of spirit or diamond they those words can be used interchangeably but i was basically having eclipses across my lot of diamond and wow and that was when i quit my job as a web designer and went freelance so that was you know um, nearly 10 10 years ago like so th and that moment was um really profound for me so you know it kind of put me on to what i definitely feel like is my path now um, and at the time, and here's more of the sort of, I wouldn't say the darker side of the diamond, but the way that the diamond can try to communicate with us when um, we're not paying attention, basically. Um, I, I was just finding life in, in London and, and the, the job and the commute all just very, very difficult. Um, I was moody, I was taking it out on, on loved ones. Um, and I was just really upset, really. I mean, I would say depressed, but I think I was also like kind of, I was like angry depressed. Um, and I think that was the diamond saying, Kat, even if this sounds good on paper, you are not in the right place. This is not for you right now. Yeah. And even though logically it made sense for me to stay in that, that job, because, you know, actually there was nothing wrong with it, but it was wrong for me. Yeah. And um, so I also try to reassure people that if they are going through something like that, that could actually be the diamond speaking to you. You know, it's like a weird side effect. And um, the diamond still wants the best for us. But when we don't listen to it, you know, it's going to turn up the volume. And that volume can be a bit like that. Um, 
I believe you've had Stormy Grace on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I was I had her on mine recently, and one of her stories about how she um, got into astrology was she like basically heard a voice saying, "This is what you're going to do. You're going to you know quit your job. You're going to start a YouTube channel and talk about astrology." I don't get things like that. Like I don't have the booming voice from the heavens. I have a pretty weak intuition, I'd say. So um, my my other thing that I wanted to say about the course is that this is not, you know, just for people who are already really tapped in. Like you can be like me who lives so much in their head and you can still, I think, um, get a a meaningful connection with the diamond from this. And and that's what I'm trying to do with this as well. Yeah, I know. One One of the most often asked questions I get in my astrology practice is people say, well, what should I be doing with my life? And, you know, help me find I'm not happy and yeah, and this will definitely, it's just such a huge marker. Like you said, when eclipses fall on that, oh boy, but it can take many, it doesn't have to just take, of course, just eclipses, but um, different transits, the diamond will really kick it up. And and it's like, you, you, like you said, it's, you know, we're here to, to express ourselves and to be happy. And when you had that, when you were uh, really upset and working in that job in London and you weren't happy and like on paper, it looked good, but your soul wasn't being. So the diamond was really, you know, Stormy had the literal loud voice, but for most of us, it's not that loud, but your loud voice was your anger and your misery and you're taking it out on others. That was the diamond was speaking to you through, at least is how I understand it. That's how it yeah. was speaking to you. And, and I will say, while there are different ways of, um, interpreting the spirit of the diamond in the chart one thing I'll say is that the lot of diamond is in Scorpio for me so it was going to have like a Marsy feel to it Uh, the lot of diamond is in Scorpio wow so talk about transformation deep and 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 crisis right learning through it's like crisis breakdown breakthrough that things sometimes get really intense and cathartic and then and then they change from that bedrock of the volcano that wants to erupt, you know. Darkest before the dawn, as I say. Wow, the dark, right. Wow. And that, to me, that makes you a great diamond teacher because I always think of Scorpio as like the sign of, uh, I know in ancient astrology, it's it's Mars, but I, I having been trained in modern first before ancient astrology, I, I don't ever forget those things. I think they're still useful. And Pluto being the ruler and I I think of Scorpio as this um as like this uh um see my little bell went off I didn't shut my phone off and it was like ding ding there's the diamond speaking through the iPhone you know (laughs) see it happens everywhere but it's like to me it's like Scorpio is like the shaman the sign of the shaman the one so through your own breakdowns you learn to get in touch with this the diamond and then you went on this deep deep right scorpio like this deep rabbit hole of discovery and then you're here to help other people across yeah. across that river and that to me is so neat and the fact that now your course expanded it was originally just six weeks and now mm-hmm. how long is it now the new one that's 12 just- weeks for this one 12 yeah. weeks wow so, so that's we- a deep dive you're gonna people will have a lot of support in that yeah yeah and and the classes aren't so long and we're going going to go for like an hour an hour and a half just to make sure that um it's more like a we're going to meet every week so just making sure that we i want i wanted to make this uh easy to digest i think one thing that happens with this content and you mentioned it at the beginning it's like this can get quite scholarly like my my tendency is let me 
give you lots of information. Um, whereas I really wanted to take this time, uh, this time round to um, share a bit more about the experience of the diamond. And just to be totally honest, like this was one of my own struggles with um, me learning about the diamond myself. I think I was initially coming too much at the diamond from a purely um, intellectual perspective, because if you read some of the material on this, um, Dorian Greenbaum has yes. a really wonderful tome on the diamond and that influenced um, so much of my work. But one thing that was missing from that, if I'm honest, and from what I was doing myself was I wasn't just hanging out with the diamond. You know, I wasn't actually listening to it. Um, you know, I was like almost telling it what it was rather than experiencing it myself. So yeah, that, that was a part of this journey myself, just trying to figure that one out. And um, hopefully that will be a, a big part of this course as well. I love the fact that you said, and this is so wonderful about you, Kat. It's like, you know, this is a work in progress. It's not over. Like you first had that, the intellectual, you had to digest that. And now you're, you went through another level of integration and, and it's like, it's never ending. It's, it's, it's a, a path of discovery. And that's really cool that everybody can feel more comfortable with you because you're like, Hey man, you know, I'm, I'm still working this, you know, like, that's what I love about a tutor too. It's like, I, I don't have all the answers. I'm still figuring this out, you know, but, but, exactly. you are, but you did do an enormous amount of work. And I just have to acknowledge you for that because my goodness, yeah, translating Dorian Greenbaum and getting, digesting that and so that you can share it. And so people can more easily access these high concepts, but they're digestible little, tit, you know, tasty tidbits that can be easily assimilated so people can get there faster. Just that alone is worth going, going, taking this course. But uh, it's just, wow, I, I can't, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited that you're taking this uh, further because I know in our class, everybody was blown away in, in our forum, on our MeWe forum, people were like, oh my God, that was amazing. Yeah, it was like so, so, so juicy. I'm so, glad. I'm glad. Yeah, it's. It's. I'd like to see where other people take this as well. You know, um, I feel like in the recent times, Dorian Greenbaum kind of like set the tone. Like, here's all the research. Run with it. And she says in the book, you know, there's much more research to be done in this. Um, and even though I don't have her academic background, um, I hope that I can contribute in some way to this. And I'd love other people to kind of get involved as well. Yeah, it's like open source <laughs> astrology <laughs> itself is open source. Well, speaking of astrology, so given all of that, I'm just curious, like with, because this is part of a, a huge opening of astrology in the world community. I, I, you know, I know you have sort of seen this enormous changeover of astrology from, it used to be scholarly and, you know, 20, 30 years ago before the internet, the only people that really held astrology were like older white European men, you know, and, and now it is just so exploded and expanded. We have BIPOC community, LGBTQ. It's just, uh, and we're going into these beautiful, amazing places like the Diamond. You know, where do you, what do you have to say about all that? And, you know, where, where do you see astrology going um, in five years, 10 years from now? I love this question. This is something that I want to ask. I want to ask like all of the astrologers ever, because I think it's so interesting to think about um, as somebody who's like relatively new to it. Um, one of the things I have been pondering is where is this going to go? I understand that this revival in traditional astrology hasn't been around for that long. We do have like Chris Brennan in many ways to thank for a lot of that um, and Demetri George and others. 
Right. I can see I can see that line of work um, continuing to grow f- for some time. Um, I, I would say in the next five, 10 years, I, I can only see that growing. But what I was thinking, and I don't know what you think about this, but I imagine in the same way that we're seeing more diversity in the range of people who are studying astrology, um, I think astrology itself, it's like people are going to take bits of astrology uh, and, and like sort of run with it in the same way that I'm focusing a lot on this this diamond area, acknowledging that that's just a, a small part of astrology. Um, and I think other people are going to start doing the same thing. Ooh. You know, just like, oh, I'm interested in, you know, Spencer, Spencer Michaud is interested in fixed stars and, and decans and stuff. So like taking these little areas and then really elaborating on them, going in and doing the research and then sharing it with others. Um, so, and I think part of that is what we have that I guess the ancients didn't have is things like YouTube, social media. That's that's allowing us to be our own little um, media outlets and and share whatever we want and take it wherever we want to go. So creatively, I'm I'm super excited to see where astrology goes. Um, though I I also am aware that the the sort of um, I don't know <laughs> the fate of astrology seems to be at least in the West is that it gets really popular and then it goes undercover for a while and then it goes popular again and I can see that you know happening again that it might go under a cut co- undercover again at some point. No, I know in the army, he's <laughs> like, no, no, don't go undercover. No, it's here to stay. It's not going to go. <laughs> but then what I've learned in the Judas course really got clear about the moon. How it's like it's all right that fortunes change and rise mm-hmm. and fall. It's like because the the leo and me is like oh no we have to hang on to the light and it's like no no, no you, it's okay it's part of a bigger picture yeah. so it's like okay you've now put me at rest about that and i can i can be okay i can be okay with those waves so um yeah yes yeah, sun and aries i don't i like exalted sun i don't want to see anything get dark so i'm like right? I'm, yeah I'm you and me both that. you're like the light the light <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh well i am so grateful that we had this chat and um i would love to you know any any further any discoveries you have about diamond you're always welcome to come in and share them here mm-hmm. and i want to just keep supporting people in finding this for themselves because this is so so huge and it's so much of what people come to astrology for is to find their way and to find their path um, how can people find you? How can people find the course? Yeah, and thank you so much for giving me this this time to talk about it. But um, and they can find me at thecreativeintrovert.com, um, and you'll see something in the uh, in, in the navigation tool saying diamond. Um, and if you hear this later, then you might find like a waitlist to join the next one because I will be running it again at some point. So yes. thecreativeintrovert.com creativeintrovert.com. Yay. All right. And uh, what is your email address, Kat? Yep. And that's hello at thecreativeintrovert.com. Oh, I love that. Hello. Hello at thecreativeintrovert.com. Cool. Oh, okay. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time here. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it too. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. And I, I, I wish you the very, very best and the most outrageous, cool journey with this, this newest iteration of, of the diamond and finding the diamond and embracing your diamond. So yay, thank you so much. All right, folks. Well, that's all for today. Um, thank you again, Kat. And uh, we will be back, of course, with more, more adventures in the universe and the cosmos. <laughs> the, uh, this is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste.